done with a level of professionalism or lack of. Okay, first learn how to um, pronounce that word. I don't even know. A bit ironic, isn't it? <laughs> I have an announcement to make. What? Bear with me. Okay. Please continue to bear with me. Oh my God. I wasn't expecting... I'm proud to say we export cake in growing quantities of particularly dense and glutinous kind of chocolate cake. Oh yes. We export from Walthamstow. Oh yes. Oh yay. yay. Boris Johnson is our new dictator. Yay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we're, we're, we're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. We're I'm fucked, sorry, I'm eating we? cranberries. Yeah, stop I? eating. I'm so sorry, guys. Because they'll pick up all the noise of you yeah. eating, you pig. I can't stop oink, eating. Oink, oink, bitch. Okay. Another cranberry in your mouth. So, yes, Boris Johnson <laughs> is our new prime minister. A bitch. She come from a key. No. Okay. No so, wigs are snatched. Boris Johnson is our new prime minister. Hello, darling. Not my PM. Not no, my PM. That's a hashtag, you know, online. Well, you know what? I'm taking the credit for it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Are you sure? I'm yeah. still going to eat cranberries. No, no, it'll just pick up all the noise. But I'll have one at a time. And it'll be really cute. Anyway. Hello. Hey. Welcome. To? You. You. But where are we? Where are we? We are on location. <laughs> Do you know what I was going to say? We are live. <laughs> from. <laughs> why not? Yeah, Fuck it. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> We're actually... Um, we'll get sued for that, will we? We're shooting <laughs> this podcast on location in Budapest. Just send me the location. Yeah, actually, yeah. We're then on I'll be right there. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Amir and Amir here. We're in Budapest this week on a holiday. Holiday. Um, and we thought we'd um, invite you in and... You know, talk about our skincare regimes and all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, sure, bitch. Like true influencers. So, yeah, we're, we're in Budapest, we're on holiday, we're living our best life here, aren't we? I'm sipping on champagne right now. How many times have we been here? Well, fifth, fifth time together, yeah. Fifth uh, time? Yeah, fifth time, girl. Oh my gosh. I know, and I'm learning about new things every single time we come. Oh, in new I'm places. Not. Yes, you are. Well, I mean, I'm acknowledging them. Yeah. I want to learn about them. <laughs> I want to be an ignorant Brit when I'm on holiday. No, you don't. I'm like, give me it in is English. That, is that shade? <laughs> Do I call shade? <laughs> so, no. before we continue, just a few thank yous. Okay. Okay, so, um, first of all, we do need some more reviews on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Like, come on, girl. Come on, people. Okay. Give us them reviews. Give us them five stars. If you um, take too long, I will start playing the Oscar closing music. Oh, my God. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, fuck you, bitch. And it will go a little something like this. <laughs> Thank you. Get off the fucking stage. Okay. Bye. So. Okay. A massive shout out to LGBT Rainbow Films. LGBT rainbow films. Yeah. Oh, that's where we met the journalist from. Yeah. What's his name? Well, Farhan Khan. I don't Farhan know if he's, is he a journalist, per se. Well, he has a microphone and a yeah. camera. Okay, so, so we'll yeah, take he's it. a journalist. But you know, he's an activist, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. So um, journalist... shout out to them because we we did the um, recording with them at Pride and it came out and we look good. Yeah. So what are they called again? LGBT yeah. Rainbow Films. LGBT Rainbow Films. Yes. Thank you very much for uh, featuring us on uh, the video that you put out on YouTube. We've got some great responses from there, uh, which is which is really really nice. Uh, and we had a great time seeing them. At you Pride. came across really well. 
Yeah, I did. My side profile is a little sharp. My nose looks like an iron, but yeah, otherwise, My, uh, I look right. cute. <laughs> Anyone's listening to this, okay? Go to the video yeah, and just we'll... zoom in on my face and just see my eyes. I am just... How drunk was I? You were absolutely off your face. <laughs> you, were like, you, you, you were just like swaying and holding on to me. I was me. like, yeah, let, let me get through this. <laughs> I gotta get through it. I'll probably Daniel Beddingfield in the shit out of it. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> anyway. Um, and come thank you, um, Anonymous Arjun, we'll call him, from India for the fan art this week. Oh, we got some more fan that, art. That was really cool. Yeah, you've seen it. Oh my god, fuck you, bitch. Sorry, your time's up. I hate you. And thank you to all the new followers and connections we've made this week. We have some really exciting things coming up, so if anyone wants to collaborate, writers, artists, recorders, anything, let us know because we do have some good things coming up, don't we? Yeah, we do. And uh, it looks like our schedules are getting booked up. Oh, I know. Um, so if anyone wants to collaborate with us, um, you know, uh, there's people who have book launches who have got in touch to see, you know, whether we'd like to collaborate on that. Um, we've got a few exciting guests that are in the pipeline. Um, so if any of you guys um, are interested in uh, coming on or whether you'd like to get in touch with us to tell us, you know, your story, etc., please do get in, uh, get in touch and um, we'd love to hear from you. <clears throat> so we're going to kick this podcast off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question mm-hmm. or two. So we are in Budapest. There's a reason why we start coming to Budapest. What is that reason? Because it's cheap. Okay. Thank you. That's all the time we have for. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to get this champagne bottle and smash it on your head. Okay, fine. That's the Oscar music. Let's, um, let's concentrate on Budapest. Yes, so we are uh, on loca- location mm-hmm. in Budapest. Why are we here? Because we love the, the city. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, I used to actually live here. So tell us about that. When did you live here and for what reason? Well, 10 years ago. God. I lived here 10 years when ago. When you were 57 years old. I was, what, three and 82. a half? 82. <laughs> <laughs> let's just agree to disagree. <laughs> Mistakes were made, made on both parts. So, yeah, let's, you, you were 19, was it? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I came in Budapest in September. You came in Budapest? Well, I <laughs> well, well. <laughs> enough about last weekend. No, um, I moved to Budapest. That's correct English, mm-hmm. isn't it? I moved to Budapest in October, oh no, September of 2009. Mm-hmm. And I stayed here for a year mm-hmm. till two, September 2010. And then the following year, I was sort of in and out of the country. So, all in all, I was here for about a year and a half. So, why, why? Tell us. So, I um, was at university. I had done my first year and I was doing my second year. And I was like, mm, I'm not feeling this shit. Like, this is, uh, there's something missing. I mean, there was one big thing that w- was missing and that was me exploring my sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, you know, penis stuff. But that was one reason why I was at university. And I was like, I... Don't want to be... Are you gargling with water? I, I've just been professional. What are they... Oh my God. <laughs> are you working on your Yeah, I am. <laughs> You should have done that before we finally um, started. You, you don't know how it is in the industry. Also, <laughs> are you gargling with champagne? No. <laughs> Guys, we have a bottle of champagne open. We don't know what we're celebrating. Life. I think Amrit has gargled with champagne for I'm not, whatever I reason. I am... 
Do you remember? I'm that bitch. You're that bitch. I'm just yeah. that bitch now. You're like that bitch with BDE. Yeah, <laughs> big dick energy. BDE is big dick energy. And T. Anyway, so why Anywho. did I, why, why did I come to Budapest? Don't pick my pen up. Sorry. It's my pen. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> How much is that champagne of you? Not really that much. You're getting really aggressive. Uh, bitch, do you want to see aggressive? Uh, I'll give you aggressive when. <laughs> anyway. Um, so why did I come to Budapest? Yeah, so uh, there was just something missing and I was getting really frustrated and, you know, all the alcohol and everything just wasn't, you know, the blacked out nights out were, were doing anything for me and I was like, I need to find myself and the only way I can find myself is by exploring who I am. So, I, and obviously coming from an Orthodox Muslim family, I wasn't allowed to do that. So I went to Budapest under the, under the guise of um, a placement year abroad. Yeah. <clears throat> But I actually didn't want to come to Budapest. I didn't know this place exists. My yeah. geography was terrible at the time. Now I'm woke, hashtag. But, you know, before then... You I'm, still don't know where you are right now. We didn't have... Like, no, well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we didn't have... I, I didn't know where the fuck I was. You know, uh, I knew of the country called Hungary, and that's all I knew. Um, but I always wanted to go to America. So I, um, all, I, I, I always... Um, tried applying for placements mm. across all, all over the world and I didn't get one in America apart from one in Salt Lake City. Salt Lake. Oh yeah, Book of Mormon. <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. So, for, you, for those who've seen Book of Mormon, you'll know the Salt Lake City song. And if anyone knows me, they'll know that I fucking love songs like that. Salt Lake City. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is that about? <laughs> I'm going to play a little bit, actually. Oh, my God, I'm crying. <laughs> in Book of Mormon, we saw it last week, and it was, oh, incredible. It was so good. Um, Tan, um, it come from, lives, is based in Salt Lake City now, isn't he? Yo. Tan Brands. This is the song. It's called Salt Lake City. Uh, I could let myself be <laughs> I We can get sued. That's enough. No. Done. <laughs> Done. Girl, bye. Okay. Anywho. Anyway, so the only placement that I got was in Salt Lake City. And I was like, okay, great. I did not know that it was Mormon Central. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. And I don't have anything against Mormons. Oh my God, you could have been tan. I'm not, I don't have anything against Mormons, but obviously I'm not religious. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to go somewhere that wasn't religious. And, yeah. I, and, and I remember speaking to the lady who was organising my internship. And I was like, oh, what is there to do in uh, Utah or whatever, yeah. or whatever Salt Lake City is? And she was like, well, we have a lot of mountains. And I was like, great. Bye. <laughs> not interested. That's not the tea. Yeah, because all the New York, Boston, Connecticut um, placements, they weren't happening for me. And then I um, was giving up and I thought, okay, I'm just going to have to come back to either repeating my second year or do my final year. And then the last day of university, I get an email. I had actually received it on the Monday, but I didn't check my emails all week. Remember when you used to be able to do that, right? And I checked on Friday and it said, you know, these two placements are available, choose. And one was Munich and the other one was Budapest Hungary. And I was like, Munich I've heard of. I have no idea where Budapest Hungary is. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm feeling a bit peckish. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay. It sounds like a place that, you know, needs food and I like food. So <laughs> let's just go there. Um, and then I went there and honestly, I knew nothing. And I sound really ancient, but... Obviously, internet wasn't as fast and stuff, and genuinely... It's progressed a lot in the last 10 years. It has, <laughs> and for me, it was obviously living with family and fighting over the computer and all that jazz. 
hand on heart, it was easier for me to walk seven minutes down to my local library and pick up a traveller's guide on Budapest and read that. <laughs> and I kept taking that book out again and again and again from the library because yeah. I was like, oh my God, there's bats here and this happens and oh my God. And then when I got to Budapest, I actually didn't know where it was geographically in in the world. And by yeah. then the new iPhone I'd, I'd got... Um, I, I bought and I remember just checking on Google Maps and I was like, oh my God, I'm a thousand miles away. Oh my God. <laughs> but also terrified. Yeah, I was. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I don't know the language I've been here. This is sick. Let's but, get on Grindr. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't have Grindr back then. Oh God. We, there was some such thing <laughs> as gay Romeo, but I was scared. And so I didn't have that. And I would just go to the club and, you know, sit in a corner and be available. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's the reason why, and I, I just wanted to get out yeah. of England. I just, and I remember I was playing this song, and uh, there was a lyric, it's a Bollywood song, and it, uh, and the song is, uh, one of the lyrics is, which basically means, take me to the place that is your land, for the ignorant people of my land have become my enemy. And I just, I remember being on the plane on that Ryanair flight to Budapest, and I uh, th- th- those those lyrics were playing in the song that I was listening to, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that is exactly yeah. how I feel. I feel like as if I'm surrounded by no particular person, yeah. but just a certain level of ignorance, and mm-hmm. I just need to bust out." And I came back to a changed person. Maybe it was me, just you know, projecting. Maybe yeah. I was the one who who was creating a noose around my own neck. I I, I genuinely don't know, but. I went there, well, here, mm-hmm. Budapest, and it was just so good. So, um, one thing that I would like to ask you, because I know and have known like South Asian people mm. or, you know, from various different religions and the various different cultures yeah. that have said or have wanted to, you know, move abroad, move out or do something, especially really? move abroad. Oh. H- how did you get from your Orthodox Muslim family? How did you manage to get them? And then move abroad, like away from them. Like, how did that go? And what advice would you give to people? Well, wanting to do that. You know, it is. It's funny. That's a really, really good question. Really, really good question. Um, I know I'm great. It's <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. Because if you can't praise yourself, how in the hell are you gonna not want to praise anyone else? <laughs> oh God. Um, actually, yeah, we should put you on the spot at the end of this podcast and no. make you say five nice things about me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll end in disaster. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so the question was how, you know, how did I do yeah, it? Yeah, how do you never get and out? And how, you know, how could, how could that help other people? Um, it, honestly, I know it's a joke, but have the balls, yeah. have that big dick energy. I didn't go, I, I was applying all the while. I don't think I told my parents much. That's a good tip. But yeah, because uh, sometimes ignorance is, bliss. <laughs> ignorance is genuinely bliss. And you know, um, uh, I'd always recommend um, people to push the envelope. Yeah. Continuously push the envelope. For me, it wasn't just one thing. It was a genuine, gradual build. Yeah. You know, I'm going away for university. So you'd that was done the first that thing. Point, yeah. yeah. A lot of people, a lot of it, South Asian guys and particularly girls, mm-hmm. um, go to university. or are able to. That's the first hurdle that they have to yeah. get over. Then the the uh, conditions are that the university must mm. be in the hometown and yeah. the commute. I said I'm not doing that because I needed to get away. Yeah. So that was the first thing. And then obviously I was living away and I wasn't coming home every weekend. Then it was every other weekend and then I wouldn't come for, you know, lengths of time. So it was kind of planting those seeds and gradually, 
building up to something. Yeah. So I did make them aware and they were like, no, you're not. And I was like, well, I'm applying anyway and we'll see what happens. And I think perhaps they had it in their mind that, oh, he's not going to get anywhere. Yeah. And he'll get over this phase just like his sexuality. Do you know fa- what I mean? A phase. Yeah, exactly. And um, then what happened was uh, we got to a point where my brother had turned Orthodox Muslim. He goes through these phases. And at this point, unfortunately, he was really pious and everything. And I came home and I said, I've got a placement, by the way. In the summer, I'm going to Budapest. And it, that is all what it was. And how, how, and how much was before like, you got, how, what <clears throat> you got the time so before you the, uh, When does university break up? May, June, June. June for us. And I was due to start in September. So I would have flown out at the end of August. Sorry. I, I would have flown out at the end of August. So it was two, three months notice yeah. at, at most. So I was like, I'm going, by the way. So you gave them um, ample time. So my mum was like, no, you're not. And I said, um, just to be clear, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. And, yeah. and that is a crucial difference. Yeah. I think if you have sufficient confidence in yourself, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I'm saying I was naive going to Budapest and blah, blah, blah. But I, what I knew was that I'm naive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't going completely blind into this. I knew that I was naive about a lot of things, but I knew the reasons why I was going to educate myself. Yes. So you won't be naive anymore. And exactly, and that's a key difference. I, yeah. I knew what I didn't know about. Yeah. And I went with that confidence. And you were going to go so you'd know about it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, you know, that was really important to have that confidence and say, I don't I don't think you realise what's happening is, I, I'm going, I'm not asking you, mm-hmm. it's done. And then obviously there was conversations in and around, you know, the security and X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I said it's a school, it's through a school programme. Yeah. Uh, so it's safe and, and X, Y, and Z. That was fine. And then my brother was like, oh, well, we're going to go to Budapest and we're going to check if it's safe first before you make any decisions. And I was like, you know, and me being a petty bitch, I'm not sure if you know this about me, <laughs> but I'm very keen on using somebody's past against them if yeah. need be. And I was like, you haven't really been a brother f- to me for years and years and years. And, you know, on this auspicious day of the 26th of June, <laughs> 2009, you've decided to all of a sudden care about your brother's yeah. welfare. Get the fuck out of my way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was it. Bye. And, and that was it. I worked the summer doing odd jobs, cleaning boys, swimming pools and classes and everything. I saved a bit of money and then the rest is history. And how did it... I'd gone. What, 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 what happened when the day came of you going... I was so nervous. Yeah. I was nervous, but it was a long day. I just remember getting on that flight. It wasn't a particularly warm day that I'd worn. Oh, actually, it might have been warm, but I'd worn a shirt with a cardigan. That was a fashion at the time. And I'd flown out from Nottingham, East Midlands Airport, and I had yeah. this um, hat on, this woolly hat. It used to be a fashion to wear it half and then have your hair out. <laughs> oh, my God, you were that bitch that did that. Yeah. Oh. Gross. I looked like a knob and I had this biggest hair. <laughs> I, I was a knob with a woolly hat then, all right? And I had this biggest headache and I just got on the plane and I was like, oh my God, can we get there already? And those days, flights to Budapest used to be anywhere between three and a half and four hours. Like two. And this was like, yeah, now it's two hours. I don't yeah. know what they do, but it's quicker now. And I was just absolutely dead when I got there and I remember my flatmate I had been in touch with so the only two people that I knew three people actually one was the lady who was organising 
the accommodation for me, yeah. who I had no contact with apart from Skype. I didn't know what she looked like. The other lady was my landlord. Again, no picture. I just I just um, knew her voice. And then the third one was this German uh, girl who uh, was going to be my flatmate. Yeah. And her, I had seen on Skype because I said, can I see who you are? Yeah. And we just waved and she was like, oh, okay, great. And then she picked me up from the airport. Oh, and that right, used yeah. to be a thing that yeah. we used to do. So any new kid that'd move in for yeah. a semester would pick them up from the airport yeah which was a nice uh, which was a nice thing and and that that's all what I knew and then obviously I made connections with um the, where I was doing my placement year and everyone else um and it was just so good and if there's anyone listening who's sort of 18 19 years old I mean obviously I know that people have taken a break for the summer mm. if you're able to take a placement year abor- abroad I would highly recommend mm. it I think you know especially if you are somebody who you know, if you have that gut instinct that says my grades aren't going to be as great as I think they should be and that's going to have an impact on my career, if you think that there's a potential for that, give yourself that year out because that is exactly what it is. Give yourself that time out, find yourself and it will, career-wise, it will put you in a better position because it shows that you have an interest in doing something that's very much extracurricular. You want to know what the other side looks like when you're mm. out of university into the exploring real world. a new culture as well. Yeah, exactly. And and Pushing exploring yourself. A new culture, language. It it can only do wonders for your CV, and it certainly has. I mean, I have ridden on the back of this city for years and years and years. It, it's a talking point even today when people talk to me and and ask me questions. Mm. You know, it's just such a great thing to do. So, yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. And and when I came back, you know, I, it was almost um, amongst my peers, I felt that there was a newfound respect because they were like, he's no longer a drunk kid. He's somebody who knows himself and he knows what he's doing. And it made, and it was amongst my cousins, friends, family, it, it made a huge difference. So, and even with me, within my Asian family, yeah. you know, my South Asian, my parents, everyone, I'd get paraded around and and we all know when that happens. Oh yeah. And you know, my cousins were coming over to say hi to me and I was like, Oh, I haven't seen you in five years, but oh yeah, hi. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, this is great, can't believe you did this and stuff. So I'm not saying that I was an exemplar, but I'm saying that if you come from that sort of um constricted family, if you know, if you lead by example, then it can only do wonders for yourself. Yeah. You know? So grow some balls. Yeah. Tell your parents that you are doing this. Yeah, yeah. Not, not asking permission because you are above 18. Be informed about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And subsequently inform your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and go for it. Yeah. And change your life. Just do it. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to die. You're yeah, gonna... but you could die every day. But you're going to die. Boris Johnson's in charge now. You're Who gonna... fuck knows what's going to happen? You're going to die doing something that you enjoy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd love to be choked by a dick. Okay. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, what's your next question, darling? Oh, you think I've just got questions lined up for you or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I, who the fuck do you think you I, are? Okay, so... Wow, this bitch. Have you heard him? What about you? What's your takeaway from Budapest? Because obviously, Budapest had a different meaning for me ten years ago. Yeah. But the last five years, it, it's had held a very different meaning for me. So, what does Budapest mean to you? Let me Ooh. just get some more champagne. Look at that champagne. Is it champagne or is it spe- sweet sparkling wine? It's champagne. Oh, very nice. So, anywho. And it's Hungarian champagne. Yeah. I don't even know if that's possible. Isn't champagne a region in France? 
Yeah, fuck off. I don't know what you're <laughs> on about. Just why. Um, well, we first came on our first holiday together ever, didn't we? And this is um, when we didn't live together. 15? Mm-hmm. We didn't live together at this point, and we've been going yeah. out for about seven months. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I don't remember dates. July of that. Yeah. And um, what well, I do because of work dates and stuff. Yeah. And um, it was really nerve-wracking, wasn't it? Because I was like, oh my God, it's the first time we're going to go away together. Ten nights. Blah, blah, blah. But it was really good. What, what I took away from it, it's, um, it's a rock city, which you didn't realise living here. No. And I've, re- I've realised a lot more in the last few years. I'm, I love rock music, and I, I love all that kind of um, stuff. Well, I mean, it's not really advertised, oh is it? Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. No, but it's not, though. Right. So the last few times I've come, I've found some new clubs and new bars, like this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you show me, or introduce me to And he's like, oh yeah, and I was like, you know, this is a lot of, it's a rock city, there's loads of rock bars with people with tattoos and people with yeah. vantage shirts everywhere. They're everywhere. And I was like, oh, really? What? What? And like, it's everywhere. I just thought they looked a little bit rough and like scary, that's all. <laughs> Why did you get know. with me? Because <laughs> you're a bad boy. <laughs> but yeah, um, what kidding. did I take away from it? I don't know, just a really cool place that yeah. has a lot going on. It's one of your favourite cities, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's, it's up there. It's yeah. up there. Yeah. It holds special regard for, uh, for you. Mm. You hold it in high regard. Special regard? Definitely. I and I love coming back. You know what, a lot of people... Uh, you only go to one uh, place once. I don't get that. I don't get that. This is the fifth time I've been. I'm like, do you know when we were looking at booking holidays? We just wanted somewhere that we knew, familiar yeah. with, wanted to chill. Yeah. This was perfect because we know we know the streets. Mm. We know where things are. Mm. We know what we want to do and we know what's going to allow us to have a good time. Yeah. So why would I not come back to a place that I know I'm going to have a good time in? Yeah, I don't get that. It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. So I've done it once, I've clocked it. I'm like, no, that's not what life is about. Yeah, you go, you go and enjoy it, and if you like it, go again. There's mm. so many people that go to places year on year. You find something new. This time I found new places. Last time I did. Yeah, or even if you don't, if you like so what, what you had before, do the same. Do, do the same. Yeah, I come for that gyrosh every single time to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the food here is really, really nice. And it's not too sort of calorie dense a lot mm. of it's not very calorie dense as well which is really good yeah if anyone is thinking of coming to Budapest fucking do it it's so good mm-hmm. so so nice nice so like one um well I don't know I'm trying to look there's quite a few um things which I wanted to talk uh, to you about Shall we get political? No. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, that's me done then. <laughs> okay, then. Um, no, I, I just... Um, I thought uh, we'd talk about um, Boris Johnson and the new Prime Minister. Why? Well, because it's it's just news, isn't it? Polit- politics and, it, and things it, are changing. Is it worthy of the airtime? Well, I, I, I wasn't really thinking about passing judgment on him, but I was just thinking, you oh. know... Um, I better be careful what I say. Yes, yes. Oh my yes. god, shit! I could, I could really, I could really die right now. No. I'm not saying anything yeah, bad. Yeah, don't tackle the establishment, darling. I just feel, yeah, that in my, I try my best to wear it. In my lovely opinion of being a really nice person mm. with flowers and unicorns, I don't think that Boris Johnson should be our PM. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm not swearing. I'm not saying anything bad. To get murdered. Yeah. As a brown person, you know, they'd want to murder me. 
I mean, no, I can't say that. Oh my god, oh fuck. Oh, god, what ah, ah, they they refers to the people in my head. The people in my head. Wow, this is why you don't want to go political because you've gone way down. I can't, I can't go political. I can't go political. Would you like to hear a diplomatic answer? Go on then. We are living under troubled times. <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah, with me on a podcast, you are. <laughs> well, that's a troubled life, darling. Where things are difficult and divisive. And, um, yeah, it, 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 you, the political climate is, is quite crazy across the world. I was talking to you about this the other day, yeah. wasn't I? There's so many um, uh, heads of state that have really... Uh, polar opposite views to what we have as you know open gay men yeah they, they they think in a very very different way which is quite scary and um it will be interesting to see what boris johnson's leadership will be i know they say that you know look at their voting track record that gives them an insight as to what they would be like um but i li- i'd like to think that um you know the country's moved on and nope. you know things will be a lot more well you know the, politicians what all do lie. I have besides thing is, po- politicians all lie we all sit there oh yeah blue. they all lie mm. so when i was watching this thing where they were like actually forget what they're saying mm. look at what they're doing yeah look at their track record of voting over the last 10 to 20 years mm. and etc etc et look what they're voting for Okay, yeah. and we constantly have people that are. I'm sorry, they're voting against um, lesbians having IVF, for example. Oh, uh, people really? that are voting against um, equal um, rights for LGBTQIA plus people, no. and it's constantly happening. And the thing is, it's all you know. We have people obviously we're in Budapest, but we've seen people are protesting in London against Boris, or people are protesting when the Tories were, mm. were voted in. People protest. I'm thinking, actually, uh, yeah, we're protesting. Fantastic. However, don't forget, a lot of people agree with these views. Yeah, and I think that's what's getting lost. Loads of people agree with Trump. Loads of people agree with the Tory party. Loads of people agree with this kind of views. And they may just sit there quietly and not do anything, but they fucking agree. But do you know what, in my eyes, is even more worrying than that? Mm. You know, if you have an opinion, at least have an opinion. Yeah. If, 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 at least, if you have an opinion, then at least that person has an opinion. Yeah. Which means that they have, that they have done a level of research to come to a conclusion, yeah. conclusion to, to have a point of view. Yeah. What scares me more is those people who just switch off. Yeah. Oh, and God. those people who are easily swayed or they're practically indifferent because indifference... I've always said indifference is greater than hate. Yeah. And if you're indifferent, then you don't have a point of view. And if you don't have a point of view, then that means whatever is going on around you, so long as there's bread on your table, you couldn't care less. And that is really, really scary. It's dangerous. That is scary for me. So, you know, when something happens to somebody, a man or woman gets harassed, and you just look and you walk off, that's you being indifferent to it, and that is not on. Do something. I'm not saying... I'm not saying, you know, if you put it in a greater context with the political climate, I'm not saying go up and, you know, try blow something up or uh, join a protest, but 
do something. Oh, record it and raise awareness. Have a point of view. Do you know what I mean? Do something. Do, do something. Yeah, exactly. Have a point of view and, and and do something. And and you know, this is the situation that we're in. You, I think it's 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 naive to think that you know you can be really revolutionary and everything will change and happen in one day. It's not going to. You're gonna have to work with the cards that are mm. uh, you know given to you. And not be angry. You're gonna have to play with. Not, those be, not cards. be angry about. Be smart. Exactly. And you may not agree with uh, Boris Johnson, but he is our prime minister yeah and he is currently assembling his cabinet mm -hmm. and those are the people that we will need to liaise with and work with whether we like or, it or not exactly in order to make our country greater there there is no other two ways about it the only other way is if you know somebody does the revolutionary thing and gets rid of them and blah 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 I think let's not wait for that. Let's just deal with what we have in front of us. Do you know what I mean? You've that's, got, that's my you, opinion. You've got anyway. to think about what you want. Yeah, and what's, out of the situation within, and what's within your power. And trying your best within your power to get that out of the situation. Yeah. And the thing is with politics, um, it's interesting you mentioned people switching off. Um, um, we were watching um, Money Exchange's exchange rate on YouTube. Mm. And do you remember when they did the thing about voting in New York? And mm. it was Marty Cummins, the. Um, Drag queen, hmm. who is a massive political ad activist and, you know, top 50 of this and that. Hmm. Uh, she was going out to New York asking people who they're voting for. How many people, especially young people, like... They're like, oh, no, we don't want to talk I, about I it. I didn't watch it. I don't do politics. I didn't... Yeah. I didn't. And you know what? That hurt, in my yeah. opinion. That was disappointing. I hate that phrase, I don't do politics. Bullshit. You're living, you're breathing, you're doing politics. Yeah. Politics is your daily life. Yeah, well, you're no, affected no, you're, by you're, it. You are affected by it every single second of the day. You are doing politics as long as you're fucking alive, bitch. You are always doing politics. That's bullshit. And the worst thing is hearing young women say it. Really? Yes. Um, hello, people didn't die for you for no reason. Emily Pankhurst can jump in that front of that fucking horse for you to turn around and say, I don't do politics. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. You do politics. Yeah. We all do politics. And yeah. it's really, really important you go out and vote. The voting record is appalling in this whole world. Really? It's absolutely appalling. How can we have, in some countries, more people, more people not turning out to vote than people voting? Like, mm. that, that's, that's horrific. Mm. That's really bad. Mm. And then you want to complain about where your food's coming from. You know, how you can get dinner on the table tonight. You want to complain about the basic things. Yeah. If you don't vote, you don't, have, you, you don't, you don't deserve um, the opportunity to complain. Yeah. Is that how you feel? Yeah, you shouldn't complain if you don't vote. It's yeah. a, a lot of people say that. Yeah. Well, I, th I, I think for me, um, more so than that, you know, I just encourage people to... To vote, you know. It's important. Voting is um, so important. And, and Obviously, Boris Johnson was out of our control. Yeah, and in your own Well, you know, okay, fine. But what is in your control? A, yeah. peti a petition is yeah. in your control. Oh, yeah. If, if you feel strongly about something, Do it. speak to your MP or, you know, find out what the channel is to, to get make your voice heard. Do something. How that, many, yeah. It brings me back to the point, my point. Fucking hell, just do something rather than being like, oh, well, they all went to private school oh, and they all did this and they're not going to listen to us and who do we think we are? And having that sort of negative attitude, you know, that's not doing anything. How about, how <laughs> it's about, not doing anything how about if you want to make change, you, you become that person you want. Yes, exactly. Become the PM. Yeah. That you become that PM that you want to see yeah. represented. Yeah. You know what I mean? I say that to all young people listening. Exactly. You are that PM, bitch. I am. I want to see some Pakistani guy. Up there, being PM, that's a gay. 
Y'all looking at me for saying shitty things. Look at what y'all saying. Well, he's not gay. Yeah, I know he's, he's not. Brown. Careful. He's, yeah, I know. That's not controversial. Yeah. I can say brown. I'm brown. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but let's talk about something slightly lighter. Oh, I have nothing lighter to talk about. Have you it's know dark times, darling. It's dark times. So I was going to ask you. Um, you know, like when you when you talk about these, you know, young people being eighteen, nineteen, and yeah. escaping, what well, escaping or finding themselves. How important is that at that age? Do you think to do? Um, at that age, eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, to bust out from your family, to do you. How important is it? Well, I think it could be done sooner. Potentially. Yeah. Go. You know, there's there's different ways, and and we've spoken about this. I you know, for you, you didn't go abroad at that age, but you nonetheless found your own oh yeah i did me and you did you went to rock gigs and and you uh were open and honest about who you were and that helped you explore who you were i think being yeah it helped you explore yourself for, for me um okay so we've discussed this before you're brown mm. you're gay mm. that's a lot to deal with isn't it yeah okay but um the thing is for me i didn't have to deal with that per se because I was also an emo kid. You were a rock kid. So th- my main focus was being emo mm. and how hard that was. But the greatest thing about that was I was uh, in the sort of vicinity of, with, with people that like rock music and we used to go to the gigs. You could be everyone was open-minded. Mm. People were bisexual, people were lesbian, people were gay, mm. different coloured people, you know what I mean? Different, um, you know, and I might have been sometimes the only brown person there, but it didn't matter mm. because everyone was so open-minded. So I was dealing with me being a bit of a weird rock freak Mm. before being brown, before my sexuality. So when everyone was like, oh, you're gay, you're this, you're this, I'm like, girl, let's not even go there yet. But rock music and pursuing the festivals and the live music and the concerts, that is what helped you find yourself. 100, milli- it's, it's 100 a- million percent. When I was a teenager, and you, and going... And you were bullshit enough to... To follow that yeah. through. When I was a teenager going into adulthood and, you know, we started going to gigs, but we used to like, I'm sorry, mother, if you're listening right now, <laughs> we used to miss some time out of uni for I like a week or two. Too. And we just used to like go and travel around up and down the UK. I say we, you know, sometimes I used to book it by myself and meet right. people and make friends. Wow. And that was so scary. Wow. I never forget that first gig alone in mm. Manchester mm. Um, for the band that should not be named. <laughs> Waiting in the queue. Rhymes Thinking, no, shut the fuck up. Lost Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Waiting in the queue thinking, I am terrified. Mm. And made friends. Mm. Got in there. It was fucking amazing and kept booking up, booking up. I made so many... I met so many cool people along the way. Mm. And also, I was terrified. I'll never forget going to, was it Oxford, Cambridge? Somewhere around there. Cambridge, I think it was. Oh, fancy. Oh, Oxford. Well, no, Cambridge. No, it was Cambridge for a gig. Oxford. And um, obviously, I was poor, so it was all megabus, one pound, two pound, as much as I could. Mm. All the cheapest um, hotels. This was like a little cute bed and breakfast. This mm. tiny little room in a place. It was like about a 40 minute walk from the venue. Wow. You all need to remember how poor we were. <laughs> <laughs> That bus, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> and also, like technology, you said, I had just the day before, or, or I just yeah, the day before that, just got a new iPhone. Funny mm. that, isn't it? I had a BlackBerry before. What year was and this? And I was like, um, I don't remember. I, I can't remember from the top of my head. Okay. And um, I was like, okay, so I've gone down to this gig alone. Wow. Okay, and I'm walking 40 minutes. And um, the great thing was um, the support band, because I, I did some my sixth or seventh gig on that tour mm. and you have a support band 
So I got to hang out with them before and after the show, which was really nice. Lovely. Which was really, really nice. We played FIFA and I whooped ass, which was really cool. <laughs> and um, I got there and I thought, fuck this. And just went straight for it, balls to the wall. And honestly, it was liberating. It's so scary, but it's liberating. Oh it my is, God, it's it? like throwing yourself in the deep end. I don't know people, mm -hmm. I don't know people, but all I know is this music has saved me and my life several yes. times through my team. Without that music, I don't know where I'd be right now. Yeah. It, it gave me everything I needed yeah. and more. And like, I don't go to as many gigs now and I've introduced you to concerts. Yes. We went to see 30 Seconds to Mars the other night in Budapest. Yes, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Do you get the feeling from the crowd though when you go to them kind of gigs, the rock concerts? Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. They, it's a community, isn't it? Very inclusive. You, no one looks at you. No, no, nothing. No, everyone, everyone does their own thing. But before we move on to yeah. that, just it's interesting you talk about that because um, you know that um, fear. It's not dread, but it's that fear and then that exhilarating feeling and uh, and that feeling of busting out. So you jumping out of a plane? Exactly. I I had the exact same with yeah. moving to Budapest. So it's interesting that you know we did the same thing. Uh, we, you know we did different things, but the experience and the output was the same. But it's about pushing. So, pushing exactly. It yeah. So when you when you you asked me the question as to you know your question was when should we do it or how important yeah. it is yeah. right. Very important. Now, it's really, really important. Right now, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, like I think, especially like uh, around uh, university time. Yeah. That's a crucial time when you're finding yourself, and I think it's um, it's part of that. It's part of finding yourself um, and pushing yourself out there, especially with South Asian families, because uh, it's not common for us to yeah. go on a you know soul searching holiday uh, or to Thailand with our family. That doesn't happen. Oh, no. You get a flight to India and back, or you get a flight to Pakistan and back once every three, four years, and that's it. We don't go abroad. Yeah. So you have to create those safe. You have to create those moments of growth for yourself. You it's have really to, important. You have to allow yourself to grow. And I know people that are pushing thirty that haven't mm. allowed themselves, and they complain and complain and complain and complain. I'm like, girl, get it. Yeah. It, you're, you are. I'm, I'm sorry to say to some people, like you're in control of your own destiny. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And yes, we get it. I think you get it more than I do. Mm. You come from an orthodox Muslim family. As a woman of colour, I understand. <laughs> yeah. So like, you busted out and you, you, you made that happen. And what I, when I, what I did was, I did small things as a teenager. Mm. I was always very good at school. So mm. I always did my work. Always got good grades. The teachers loved me, yeah. which is great. That wasn't the Asianness in me. That's because I wanted to do well anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that bodied well in my favour. I did the house chores. I did everything I needed to do. So, oh, yeah. So I did the small things like, okay, so I really want to go to this local gig. It was a local gig scene that I used to go every Friday. Mm. How do I work? It goes on to like midnight, one o'clock. Mm. I was only 14, 15, slowly. Uh, Mum, can I go? I'll go at seven and you can pick me up at 10 o'clock. Mm. Please, can you pick me up? Because I'm really worried. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Texting her every hour. That's how it starts. And then slowly but surely you push it. You push it a little more. Mm -hmm. so five more minutes, 10 more minutes, not texting as much, creeping towards 18 years old. I'm 18 now, done. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm 18 now. Mm -hmm. I've got a job. Yeah. I pay for everything myself. Yeah. I pay for my own travel. Yeah. I can get back when I want. My mum would wait up for me. Absolutely. Whatever. And it's like, you have to push it when you're a teenager. Yeah. When you're older, and it's not about being, and it's not about being. We're secretive. We're liars. It's normal. Yeah. When it's you, so normal. Yeah. Exactly. When you become of age, you know, when you're eighteen plus, set your own boundaries. Mm. Don't live by. Don't let other people set oh, yeah. boundaries for you. You know, like the, the law deems you an adult. Exactly. So you are an adult. Are you an adult from sixteen? No. 
Is it 18? You still got being. I don't know. No, it's 18. I'm sure it's 18. Something like that. Because there's still some laws against being 18. You can't drink, can you? So. Sad. Uh, that's my rule. <laughs> if you can't drink, then you're not an adult. I'm sorry, America. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Book of Mormon. Can we talk about Book of Mormon? Yeah, so tell me about it. Oh my god, this is my favourite song though. Hello, my name is Elder Price. Amir. And I would like to share with you the most amazing... Oh my god, kill him, kill him, kill him. Hello. My name is Elder Grant. I need more champagne, I can't deal with it, I can't do this. <laughs> oh my god, stop I'm going to get you back, there's karaoke now tonight, Ooh, so watch out. 18 seconds, I think you're allowed like 30 seconds or Use something. a to me. Yeah, I know, but your music's annoying. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Guy, I'm only joking. But guys, if anyone knows what the legality is around playing music on a podcast... Please let us know. Please let us know before we get any notices of cease and desist. And also, whilst I am um, making apologies, Boris Johnson, if you're listening, which you probably are because it's me, um, we don't mean any <laughs> harm. All the best, babe. And um, babe, you just called Boris. You called up him, babe. Yeah, we go way back, <laughs> me and Bori. Um, and uh, yeah, please don't kill us. We need this podcast to uh, entertain people. <laughs> to entertain ourselves. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm eating cranberries. No, you're not eating them. It helps me. We'll hear the noise of you eating them. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because you're so noisy, aren't you? And then it'll annoy you. So, like, um, going back to um, the point of Budapest, when we, that's our first holiday. And from then, yeah. the last nearly five years, we've been on a lot of holidays and yes. travelled quite a bit, haven't we? Well, you know, we're just those bougie bitches. This is actually the longest time we've been and without a flight, you know. fucking travel everywhere. We can Budapest now. We've been six months without a flight. Yeah, the longest time we've been. Though, I started growing back into that desi dad mode. <laughs> because it had been six months. Apparently he's a father, guys. No, but like, you become the people that you hate and you and me are quite similar. But no, I'm joking, but you know. Shade. I, I, I was like, before we flew out, I was like, right, I'll need like tropical spray and I should carry a sewing kit. And I, went, I was like, what the fuck it's am so I doing? It's so true, you were going really extra. And I, I was do. like, babe, what are you doing? I packed in five minutes and you were like. You're like, we're going so, with a hand luggage and, only. And I'm like, we've done this so many times. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, and I'll need this and shall I carry my own napkins? And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? People live in. The, it's two yeah, hour flight. This is, this is good travel advice, right? Oh yeah. Unless Tra- let's do like, some travel advice. This, yeah. First of all, always take your socks off and put your feet in the neighbouring space. <laughs> Never do that. So give it, give a piece of travel advice. My one travel advice is right. If you're just a you know normal person, and if you're like a celebrity who like has a rider where they go on location to location, switch it off because it isn't for you. I don't know why you're assuming that. You are, Rihanna's sitting there listening. But if you are relatively normal, like me and my husband. Um, just remember that you are going to another country, not, not another planet. <laughs> and when you go to another country that's relatively um, populated, what that means is those people who live there need to go places in order to survive, <laughs> i.e. a grocery shop. So do you do not need to bring your own cosmetics or well cosmetics as in you don't need to bring your own toiletries necessarily we're talking about hand luggage out with you here don't a lot of time. To, well, but both. even so you don't you don't need to bring your own shower gel you don't need to bring your own washing up powder you don't need to bring um your own napkins tissues or anything mm. like that save yourself napkins. the headache it'll probably be cheaper abroad anyway don't pack any of it 
go fly out. The minute you land, find yourself a 24-hour supermarket, buy all that shit there. It is so much cheaper. You use it, you don't need to trade it, mm-hmm. take it back. It's literally saved my I life. I agree. Yeah. Um, a piece of advice to add to that is, as soon as you arrive in the country, don't care how tired you are, how long the flight is, yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Go to the grocery store, get everything you need. You might be staying in an Airbnb, an apartment, you might want food, everything. Get everything yeah. and unpack everything. It doesn't matter. We did that. In, we do that all the time. But mm. we did that especially in New York, which we were knackered. Mm. It was late at night. It was like half ten. But I, I was like, babe, let's unpack. Mm. Get everything organized. We're here for two weeks. Yeah. Or even if you're here for five days, it's important to unpack Use because you, you need to. You need to get straight into the place and be relaxed. Yeah, you need to recreate that homely feeling. Make sure you got an iron. <laughs> yeah. And um, what other advice would I give? Um, I think do you know what? Um, plenty of water. Um, no killing ground. And you know what? As much as you can, eat, eat quite well. Yeah, fly on an empty stomach yeah. or oh, yeah. fly when you're relatively empty. E- e- eating's important on flying. We all joke about we're going to get really pissed on the flight and we're going to do this now. No, Try just drink loads of water. Just have water. Flying hydrates you like no Dehydrates tomorrow. you. Oh yeah, that's it. Well, <laughs> if you're flying in, a, I don't Shut know, water. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who feels stupid now? <laughs> you. <laughs> Dumbhead. Do you remember when that was a thing? <laughs> Dumbhead. <laughs> um, yeah, so flying really severe. Still is a thing in your life. Dehydrates you. Yeah. What is the thing? A dumbhead. I know. You. Um, yeah, flying really dehydrates you. So make sure you drink loads of water and don't wait for the air host slash hostess to give you some water. Bring your own. Just buy a litre bottle and just fucking drink the shit out of it. Even if, if it's a short flight. Oh, yeah. Airport outfit's important. When I talk about airport outfits, people think I'm going to get dressed up at the airport. What I mean by an airport outfit is something comfortable. Yeah. Like, be comfy. You can still look good and be comfortable. Mm. Wear a nice clean t-shirt that's plain mm. and wear some nice, um, like, maybe jogger shorts mm. that are fitted really nicely so your bum looks good. Mm. And some comfortable trainers. Mm. And it's really, really important. And also, take some... Um, moisturizer with you Ooh, yeah. and stay moisturized yeah. for your flight. That's really, really important. Yeah. Thank stay you. Stay moisturized. Thank you very much, Miss America. Your time <laughs> is up. Oh, she's still going. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't make that face at me. It's funny. You laugh when we play this podcast back. I, I am playing you, it back. And you'll be like, fuck you. You'll be like, haha, that was funny. Well, how do we get listens then? I need to <laughs> listen to it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, bitch. So that's traveling. That's Budapest. Oh, yeah, Budapest is uh, amazing. If you've never been, come here. Um, visit um, Simpler, visit Instant, visit us, because we'll probably still be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shout our names. Just Oh, actually, yeah, guys, if you ever see us on the streets, and if you'd like to express um, acknowledgement of us... and Who the fuck do you think you are? You, you little would, bitch. Uh, and if you would <laughs> like to, um, you know, just... Quickly say that you love us and you listen to the podcast. If you see me, just say meow. Or um, what else could they say? Oh, you could just sing. Sing, you don't love me. And then we'll get it. And if you see me, just say, hey, all right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> Please don't, I'll cry. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. You'd be ready to fight. No, I'm, yeah. bitch, I'm not the vixen. And please don't take pictures with us because that will cost you extra. <laughs> come on, Evie Oddly. Evie Oddly. Oh, can we talk about that, bitch? Um, I mean, <gasps> no, if she's listening, we love you. 
One of these days, you are going to land yourself in so much hot water. Oh, well. And do you know who's going to be the first one to jump ship and abandon you? I've nearly had a whole bottle of champagne. Me. Have you? No. Bitch, we were meant to share that. Bitch, you're not having any, though, are you? That's going to make a knocking sound now. See? Bang. <laughs> Don't say that, you're brown. Yeah, Fucking so idiot. let's, from one pock to another pock, let's talk about Evie Oddly. So, if anyone doesn't know who Evie Oddly is... And if anyone doesn't know what pock is, pock stands for person of colour. <laughs> if, if they listened on the last podcast, they'd know. Yeah, if you don't know, then maybe you should stop this podcast and rewind and listen to last week. Rewind, rewind, <laughs> rewind, rewind, bitch, rewind. Everybody clap your hands. No. So, Oh, no, that's reverse. Reverse, reverse. Evie Oddly... Crisscross. ...is the winner of season 11 of Drag Race in RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, yes, she won. She did a sickening lip sync to win. She shouldn't have won because her track record wasn't the best. Um, I actually like her style of drag because what she represents is a true, you know, drag artist that doesn't have a lot of money and that makes it work and is a creative. However, recently she's come out and been like, um, you know, um, after a show, if I come out, what has she done, darling? Basically, she, she said... Who after, hurt you, sugar? Af, after a show... Tell me. Uh, long story short, okay? Mm-hmm. After a show... She does a show, she performs, etc., etc. You can have meet and greets and stuff, but she said she, 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 she came out after a show mm-hmm. and she um, talked to fans, but she refused to do autographs and pictures. Yeah, and okay? she gave the, uh, an example of a chef... Yes. ...baking she, a... Uh, ...making a lovely meal and then uh, it should end there and... Why would, you, apparently, why would yeah. you ask the chef to take pictures or something? First of all, because that, because, I don't get that. because that doesn't happen with the chef anyway. That's not part of their life. So it doesn't no. happen unless you're Gordon Ramsay. Is Evie Sec- a chef now? Second of all, bitch, if I was a fucking chef and I came outside and people were wanting pictures and random applause of my food, I'd be living with my gig. Maybe she is a chef. Maybe after <laughs> she puts her makeup on, she shoves her head in the oven. Who the fuck knows? And cooks it at 220 <laughs> degrees or something. I don't know. And that's why it always comes out shimmery and glowy. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, um, the thing is, what what got to me about this, because I like her as an artist, is um, a lot of these people that are waiting outside mm. are actually people that can't go to the show because they can't afford it. Or that have... Kids. That have been to the show and spent their $30 on a show but can't afford the meet and greet and can't afford the merch. Or people that are in really shit situations and you're, they, they really look up to you and it gives them a glimmer of hope. Mm. And yes... We don't own celebrities. We don't owe you anything, but you're barely a celebrity. You've just won Drag Race, right? Mm. Calm down. You need to put your work and graft in. Hello, mm. Bianca Del Rio. Hello, Adore Delano. Hello, Latrice Royale. Look Hello, what they do. Paul. I've chilled and hung out with Adore Delano. She's cool as hell. Mm. She puts her graft in. And I'm, I'm speaking from experience. When I was a teenager and I used to go and see these bands live, mm. we used to wait hours for them afterwards. Mm. Sometimes they didn't come out. We didn't get offended to that. Mm. But if they came out and were like, just a conversation, no picture... No autograph. I was like, I used to have a pair of Converse that got signed by all my all the bands that I went to see. So and wait that's, a minute. That, that's now in my memory box as a memory. Wait a minute. So let me get this straight. Evie Oddly, who is a drag queen, mm-hmm. refuses to take pictures uh-huh. with people who are waiting outside the venue to see her. Yeah. And are these people who've paid for a ticket or are these people who haven't? We don't know. We don't know. Okay. They're a mixture of people. So, so but wait. So her, also, her, she said that um, about them not paying for a, um, a picture. They should pay for a picture. So, and they said they only want a picture for clout. So what she's saying is, talk to me. I'll have a conversation with you, but not don't take a picture because with me. Taking a picture would be too much energy. Okay. And it'll get her back in the drag mindset. Mm. But 
having a conversation won't be too much energy. I mean... That's weird to me. Yes, I, I, I don't understand it. However, if I met a celebrity, I would be much more interested in... Like, say, for example, if I met RuPaul, yeah. I would be much more interested in having a conversation with him yeah. than having a picture. Same. But you... Unless RuPaul in dra- is in drag, yeah. because, oh, yeah. wow, like, yeah. fucking hell, he looks but amazing. But the thing is... But... The, the, so that I get, yeah. you know, valuing a conversation above a picture. Yeah. However, that's what she said. We all carry mobile phones. Mm. Let's not beat about the b- bush. RuPaul's Drag Race is a visual medium. Mm. If you're wearing drag, it's your. It's a visual, mm. you know. And it, it's like you said, if there's children out there that can't get into the venue because they're too young, and if they're waiting outside, and you have been that child, I was. That so big, I was you that talk kid. from a very personal yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, and if you're denying them a picture, because that's that's all what somebody may want. You know, you're you're that little gay boy away. that is a weirdo, and, and you see yourself yeah, in this you, person. And you want to take that memory away. It's not for clout. I mean, you're not... It doesn't matter, like... You're doing it for yourself because you you follow that person because you like them. You don't follow them so that you can brag about it to other I people still look necessarily. Back, I still look back at the pictures I've got from 10, 15 years ago with these bands. Yeah. And it takes me back to the memory of that time. Mm. Like, pictures of Flood of Red, this band I've got. Mm. And it's like, oh my God, I played football with them outside that gig venue. It's crazy. And it's, it's a reminder of that, or this happened, or this conversation mm. happened. And the thing is, people, I, I know people said, oh, we don't own the subject and this and that. But you know what? The thing is, like Michelle Vassar said, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Who are you? If a kid is there mm. wanting this, mm. who are you to take it away from them? I'm sorry, but you, I just, I'm, I'm a big believer. If you are um, yeah. on a platform or yeah. you are in a privileged position, mm. you need to give something back in that position. Yes. You know, and you know, um, you are the oddball. You are the odd kid once. And it's not a lot for you to do something that could change your life. Maybe. Could, no, no, that could change your life. That could save a life. Yeah. It is that deep, in my opinion. Yeah, and you know, who are we to tell somebody what to do with their lives? However, Michelle Visage is somebody who can tell yeah. people. So, um, for anyone who um, you got the video, is a little bit up themselves, um, here is a PSA. Please listen to Michelle Visage. It's from Hair Queen. When your fans are out there and you're saying you don't want to sign nothing and go away because it's driving you crazy. These yeah, people, bitch. even if it's $30, some of these kids don't have $30. They either live on the street mm-hmm. or they have they work at a fast food and they don't have $30 to spend. Yeah. This is a big deal for them to spend $30. Get out there and sign their friggin' ticket. Yeah, they sign can't it, to buy your do t-shirt. it for as long as you possibly can. Unbelievable that you have the She'll let you play it. Oh, they have balls. She'll let you play it. But but, but that that pretty much sums up um, in a much better way than me having champagne. (laughs) Yeah, a much better way than you saying, I fucking hate the Prime Minister, everyone should die. (laughs) Yeah, bitch, everyone's a bitch. But it it, it sums up in in a better way because, you know what, she's right, you're not Madonna, bitch, calm your tits. Yeah, who are you? Yeah. My God. And you know what, be very careful because you've just won Drag Race and it can go very quickly. Yeah, I mean, all the best to her, and you know. She's sickening. Her drag is sickening. But would you like to hear I am di- not going to buy a ticket to the show later this year now. Would you like to hear a diplomatic answer now? No, I don't. I'm sick now that you. I'm tired. Said of, no, but you know what? We've got no. Sometimes you don't need to be diplomatic in your answers. Yeah. Sometimes you need to just feel what you feel and go for it. Because you know, if it comes from a place of passion mm. or it comes from a place of experience, you can't help how you feel. Yeah, I'm just really diplomatic. Yeah, you you fake being diplomatic. Well, obviously, because there's a certain image that I'd like to put out there. I don't want people to know what Everyone I really Everyone knows think. you're a dick. <laughs> if I knew what I really thought, then my gosh. I know. With me, 
I just say it. Do you know what I just realised? The champagne bottle actually has a screw cap that you can put back in. Oh, no, you can't. No, it doesn't. I popped no. it. Oh, did you? I'm really good at popping champagne. Well, good for you. Anyway, back to Evie. Yeah, so, um, yeah, not not the greatest um, moment for her, I suppose. Look at Bianca Del Rio, one of the biggest icons and stars to come out of it. She's there with her fans. She goes to the LGBT um, nights and the gay clubs, and she waits in the queue with everyone. Guys, if you have been let down by Evie Oddly in the past... <laughs> Come see us. We'll take pictures with you. If you have been personally... <laughs> oh, yeah. If you have been personally attacked by Evie Oddly's behaviour, then get in touch with us. And put your hands up, bitches. And we'll all bitch about and her. And we'll get in touch. Get in touch. I do love her drag. Her drag's amazing. Is it? Yeah, her drag, I think her drag's amazing. And also, I, I think, do you know what? At the same time, people can learn from mistakes. Yeah. So I'm hoping this is a period where she learns from it and yeah. um, she grows. Yeah, I'm really not that invested, I guess. That's fine. That's cool. Like, yeah, great, if, you know, if it doesn't work out, there's, uh, there's always, I don't know, Lady Footlocker's hiring No, but I'm not invested, I just, whatever, I don't know, know, I just feel for the kids that wait, and I just feel for them kids, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I guess, having been one of them, mm. I get what it feels like. Mm. But, you know, you do you, boo, and good luck to you, but I will not be buying a ticket to yeah. your show later this year. Well... I, I I suppose the only thing that I could relate to is Trixie Mattel when I saw her. Yeah. And I her was, show was amazing. I was highly inappropriate around her because she was the first famous person I'd ever seen and I'm so weird in front of famous people. So when she walked past and people were like touching her shoulder and something and I like stroked her arm by mistake and I was like, Aah! That was really inappropriate. It wasn't that inappropriate. It was it wasn't on purpose. I was it didn't happen on purpose. I was just like and I was like, oh my gosh, I love her so much. And when we had the meet and greet photograph, photograph, when we had the meet and greet photo, I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. Can I hug you? I'm going to cry. And she was like, please don't cry. And then she hugged me and then we took a picture. And then like a month later, I saw an interview and she's like, yeah, I hate being hugged. And I was like, I will. Oh. That's fine. But like... She saw what she was doing something greater than herself. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. And that's the reason why she's one of the most famous drag queens in the world. Oh, yeah. She, and she's done she's, it. She did a damn thing, didn't she? She wholeheartedly gives. Girl, she yeah. did a damn thing. She killed it. 100%. Or even Bianca Del Rio. Like, I love her. Girl, she travels the world. I don't know where she gets the energy from. But, I mean, I've never had a meet and greet with her, but we saw her at the comedy tour, and she was just absolutely phenomenal. And that was after all her meet, yeah. meet and greets. And after after a night, she would go to the gay bar. Yeah. And she would go and meet people, and she'd support the local drag scene, and she would wait in the queue with everyone else, and she would be like a, a let's say, normal person. Yeah. And she'd support the local drag scene, because she was that bitch once, mm. and needed that support. Yeah, probably. And you know what? Um, humble yourself sometimes. Yeah. Know where you come from and give back to your community. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that was a really positive note to end on. Me being positive? <laughs> I am positive nowadays. We should talk about that in another podcast. Yeah, we should. My do, clarity yeah. of mind. So, it's a really good clarity at the moment. We yeah. are. Yeah. 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 I, I think, yeah. If you guys have got anything, um, suggestions as to, you know, what themes we should have, what we should uh, talk about. Do let us know um, and, and get in touch and, and we can see if we can incorporate it as part of our podcast. And if but you have, you have any questions. Any, yeah, if you have any specific questions, specific things that you'd mm -hmm. like to ask. And also, um, if you heard any crunching sounds during this podcast, I'm really, really sorry. I was eating cranberries. And I don't know how it's going to come across because we're not in your mum's studios. No, we're not. What is this studio called then? 
Your stepfather's uncle's auntie's studio? No. Why is it familiar? I don't know. Familial. Um, something Hungarian. Paprika. Paprika. Paprika Studios. Yeah. We're in Paprika Studios. So um, you can follow us on Twitter. Yes. At How can the children get in I was just us? about to say. Okay, okay. sorry. Okay. I was trying to lead you in. <laughs> Bitch, I don't need a lead. I am the lead. <laughs> okay. You can follow us on Twitter at YDLM underscore podcast. That is YDLM underscore podcast. Instagram, mm. you don't love me underscore podcast. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> I don't know thanks. what happened there. Instagram, you don't love me underscore podcast. We also now have a Facebook page. Oh, do Why we? Why on Score Podcast? Yeah. We're getting on the book. The Facebook. On the book. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple There's Podcasts, book. Spotify, Player FM. I don't know what's happening with Player FM, but work. Player FM. Yeah, review us. Know. Share us. Shout us out. Send us some fan. If you've got any fan art, send us some and we'll shout you out on our Instagram. Yeah, and, and we'll also... promote your page on it as well. On a serious note, if there is anything that you'd like um, to advertise... Um, or if there, if there isn't, you know, um, if you'd like to become a sponsor, do get in touch. Mm-hmm. We've had a number, a number of people that have already got in touch. Um, FYI, if you're offering us discounts on the products that you sell, that's not a, a, a successful <laughs> business deal. Shame. I'm not interested in that. If you'd like for us to promote, yeah, and if and if you want some evidence of our reach, we're more than welcome to uh, present that to you. And if you have any questions or mm-hmm. anything you want to send, even if it's anonymous, because that's really important. Mm. I think um, we've had a lot of conversations with people from the east of the world, mm. like like India and such, that wants to remain anonymous. And that's or fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want it anonymous, uh, that's fine. Uh, you know, that's really, really, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening to. You this. don't love me podcast. You don't love me, and I have no idea how it's gonna sound because who knows in the Paprika Studios. So how is everything else in your life, Amir? <laughs> oh, sorry, we've run out of time. <laughs>